Welcome to Recently Logged, where we're finally talking about Micah's favorite director. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe? (laughs) I'm still undecided, okay? Okay, well, well, um, well, hey, everyone. Hey. Uh, We're recording this in a new software. Um, than we usually do, so if it sounds weird or something, uh, that's why. I don't know why we're recording it in a new software. Well, for, for the sake of my sanity. What do you mean the sake of your sanity? You click one button, and it exports <laughs> over, and then you click one more button, to, no. and it puts it into that, Final that's Cut. Not, that's not it. Okay, but still, we're recording it natively in Final Listen, Cut. I time. edit audio in Final Cut all the time. <laughs> I take it straight from GarageBand. Put it in. I put music behind it. I cut it up. I pretty much edit this podcast. No, no, no. Okay, but yeah, yes. Uh, if you've never been with us before, welcome, welcome. <laughs> uh, I my name is Robbie, I think, and I think we're peeking out the microphone. Micah's name is Micah. Uh, yes, that is my name. Um, today we are talking about, uh, or rather we're continuing our Mission Impossible series, and we're talking about Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, directed by Brad Bird. Who'd have thought? So, um, besides the fact that that's what we're talking about, do you want to go into the basic facts? Me? No, me. Oh. <laughs> like, is that, are you ready to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hop sure. in? Let's do it. Alright, so Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is a 2011 film. PG-13, 132 minutes, cast comprised of mostly Tom Cruise, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, Simon Pegg, Jeremy Renner, Paula Patton, uh, um, Michael... <laughs> Michael? N- n- oh gosh, it's Russian. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that at all. Oh no, it's Swedish, actually. Oh, is it Swedish? Oh. Yes. You think I would recognize the difference, but you know, apparently I'm uncultured yes, enough that Americans they look the same. <laughs> are going to recognize the difference between Swedish and Russian? I mean, they they don't they don't look they don't look that similar, really. Uh, it's directed by Brad Bird. It was written by Josh Appelop. Applebaum. Apple, Applebaum. <laughs> Micah, come on! That's not that. That's what? not that weird of a last name. That's not how you spell that. Okay. okay well. And Andre Nemec. Nimic. You've obviously never listened to uh, A Tribe Called Quest. You're right. <laughs> I haven't, because I don't like A Tribe Called That's Quest. That's a little, little, little 90s rap reference for you guys. Uh, tribe Called Quest. And yeah, uh, that's Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, now that we know everything about it, we can move on to what we watched yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, now that we know everything there is to know, we just move on. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, guys. Goodbye. Uh, I'll see you next week. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah. Do you want to go into your basic thoughts of the movie, Rob? Yes, I do. I I hate this movie with everything in my soul. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty funny. I I burned uh, the Blu-ray I got of it. Uh, That's my (laughs) (laughs) Blu-ray. Oh. Well, I burned a (laughs) Blu-ray. No, um, I actually really liked this one. Um, this was the second time I ever watched it, so I didn't know really what to expect. I remember kind of being bored most of the time the first time I watched it, um, but I really enjoyed it this time. Like, I don't know, it's it, it didn't seem as uh, unengaging as the first time I watched it, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, Micah? Sure. Was it? <laughs> okay. Um... Also, it's weird going from MI3's kind of exaggerated lighting, uh, very visceral, close action, uh, to more of a action comedy style uh, thing. Like, well, that was kind of the transition of yeah. one half of the series to the other. The first half was very um unique almost yeah it felt um kind of other uh otherworldly yeah but i wasn't a huge of fan of it as much and then we move into the second half and it's much more typical action movie if you will yeah um which the lighting uh, someone mentioned the lighting to me and i'm like wow he's right because if you compare the lighting in this one to like 
even one or three or something like that, it feels a lot more grounded than anything yeah. else. Which I find pretty funny because they actually like continually use more fantastical technology exactly. as the series goes on. Like the 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 sticky glove things. Yeah, like, like the <laughs> sticky gloves. Ah, oh, what a good scene. Uh, but yeah. Um, or the levitating suit. But yeah, no, it's safe to say I enjoyed this one a lot more. I think um, for this being Brad Bird's first live action film, uh, he did a good job. I'm going to yes. say it. I'm going to say it, Micah. Wow. Very uh, not controversial of you. <laughs> Very not controversial. <laughs> wow. Um. Okay, is that everything? Yeah, that's everything. All right, so I'm a big Brad Bird fan. Um, I uh, he's directed two my two favorite animated movies. Um, Ratatouille is just like my favorite movie of all time, kind of thing. Who'd have thought? Uh, but Ghost Protocol is a little weird. I like Ghost <laughs> Protocol, but you can see, and I talked about this actually in a video I made a little bit of the holes in Brad Bird's directing style when it comes to this, in my opinion. Like, a lot of the things with character and how he shoots a movie and everything. I don't know. Just a lot of his style that ends up not working well in something like Tomorrowland was, like, sprinkled in there. <laughs> so, like, what? Just if I could, if I could ask. If that's, like, your last big thought like well that's not but um okay like the way he does um action and the way he does characters and stuff like that and in shooting and like just the way he approaches the film in like a live action landscape versus the way he does in an animated landscape and i think th those two films like tomorrowland and ghost protocol really affected incredibles too yeah that's yeah pretty safe to say so but staying isolated to specifically ghost protocol i'm a pretty big fan of it um i think the worst things in it are probably like just structure and characters uh i just uh i don't think the characters are just that deep or anything in this really i think they're kind of very what like, very even all across the board oh, i don't know about that um but it's it's pretty fun uh, it's got some great action. It's got some great set pieces. Uh, it's it's got a fun like story overall. But I don't know. I am I, I do actually get like bored throughout because this movie is a lot of just like oh this mission and this mission and then this mission and then this mission and then this mission. That is one of the. Mission. I was gonna bring up that as a problem where uh, like they just kind of go from mission to mission to mission to mission and that like a good a good majority of my of my conscious viewing time is uh spent listening to the exposition about the next mission right like <laughs> it's always just like the next mission <laughs> yeah um i don't know like it's hard for me like i did i did a video on incredibles and incredibles 2 and it's hard for me to not look at this film slightly in the lens of just brad bird's directing overall and I feel like I have a little bit of a little bit of distaste for this as it goes into like the half of his career that I really don't like. <laughs> um, Are you saying you like everything else, Micah, before this? Uh, well, I like Ratatouille, I like The Incredibles, <laughs> and I like The Iron Giant, and I like this movie. Wow. But I feel like some of the problems start to show, if that makes sense. I don't know. I I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I just maybe I'm just not seeing it, Micah. Maybe well, I just don't get it. Well, I mean, like, if you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it. it, which is why it doesn't really, like, it's not that big of a problem. Um, but, like, if you are looking and comparing Tomorrowland and Ghost Protocol and Incredibles 2, um, you'll start to find, like, a lot of similarities in the way the story is done and the way just, like, like the directing is done. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense, I guess. It's not, like, a huge problem in Ghost Protocol. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> I was, I was, while I was watching it this time, I was, like, consciously watching to see, like, okay, where's, where's the Brad Bird flair? Because <laughs> I was, like, uh... I think the, I think the biggest Brad Bird flair that comes through in this is the shooting of the action. Yeah, because I was, like, I was trying to remember Incredibles, because I haven't seen it in a while, um, 
like how how its action was staged and shot, and it is actually pretty similar to this. Yeah, I think I think the the most Brad Bird thing in this is the action. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. No. <laughs> um, I I gave the film four stars, by the way. If I were to rate it, it would probably be a four four and a half. It would be it would be it would be a toss up between that. I don't know which one I would pick. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't lean to I see I lean I lean like three, three and, and a half, half four for this one. I mean I could see if you get bored during this giving it like a three and a half, but yeah, I, get, I, I didn't get bored this last time. I don't know, but every time I've watched it and I've watched it three times, uh I get I'm just like really bored by the end. <laughs> like that stupid final like car fight scene, I'm like you don't like the cars. Michael. Why? <laughs> no, I'm just like, I just want it to be over oh, by that Oh, the parking point. garage. Yeah, oh, parking I thought garage. you, for some reason, my brain went to uh, the uh, stuff in Mumbai. No, no, but... not in Mumbai. Uh, the, like the end Yes, stuff. yes, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> I'm always like just kind of bored by then, and I'm like, wow, why do I care that Tom Cruise just got his knee <laughs> broken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That that's just my basic thoughts, though. Okay, um, you you have your right to your opinion, Mike. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Do I? Wow. Um, one thing I did want to bring up. One thing you wanted to bring up? Uh, I think, you you mentioned that the characters were kind of weak. I you, do you think, mentioned I do that think you mentioned weak. that the screenplay writers were were dumping weak sauce on their screen. <laughs> I think I think I, I think I did mention that. <laughs> um, and I would just like to say that maybe they're weaker individually, but the team aspect in this movie is like the best we've seen well, so far in the what, entire that's franchise. What, that's what Brad Bird does. He does families essentially. Yes. And that's what he did with this. I was about to say the team in this movie. It, it's so cohesive and together. Like compared to even three or two. No, it's de- it's one. definitely the most together. I think one had the only like like team for the, right. and then they all die. And then two, two had just the two of them. Yeah, two was just Tom and then Cruise Luther and helping face. occasionally. Yeah, and then three. And then three was Luther and Luther and Ethan and, and the Australian, and that one Australian guy. guy. Yeah. No, I I definitely think this is the best team, and I really think that's that's the one thing Brad Bird like shines with, and it is is like doing family dynamics and team dynamics. Which is why I was really so well. I was so confused when you said the characters. Were well, I think the characters weak. individually are weak. Which I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's there's the least amount of depth to any of them in this movie than any other movie, like in the series. Really? Yeah. Like, where's the like you, you get you, you get, think they have more depth in two? Like, well, maybe not in two, but like, like what, what is what is Tom Cruise's story in this? What is Ethan's story? Like, why does Ethan care? It's just like another threat. It's not anything that actually matters to the characters, other than just like nuke <laughs> i mean they don't want the world to end like could they live in it <laughs> i don't know it just I, I i feel the least compelled by these characters i mean under I, that that, that kind of makes more sense like there's not really any major driving force behind ethan this time outside of like you know ghost protocol yeah. being invoked yeah like i i like jeremy renner's character in this um and i think like I like I've said it before, he's one of my like favorite, just like side characters overall in the series. But he's very cool. Um, <laughs> like even him, like even him with the Julia stuff, like that was the most it got character wise that yeah. I actually connected with anything. But I didn't really think it needed more than that. I don't know. I just <laughs> I like I personally did not okay. get very invested by like the second half of this film. Okay. Well. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I I didn't have a problem with it, but I don't know. Maybe maybe the casual viewer will will have the biggest issues with with this, Micah. They'll be like, I, I, I can't believe I can't believe that they didn't give Jeremy Renner more depth. No, I'm I'm in, I'm in too I'm in too deep into Brad Bird lore to not You're in too deep. have problems with this movie. I see. Um, 
Are you saying you just you just have to look hard enough to find problems, Michael? Yeah, you know what they say, <laughs> look hard enough and you'll find problems in anything. There you go. That's my philosophy. That's <laughs> why Paddington 2 is my uh, favorite movie. Uh, it's, uh, it's 5 out of 10. <laughs> 5 out of 10. No. <laughs> my boy. If you look really close in the context of the Paddington franchise. If you look close enough in the context of the Paddington franchise, Paddington 2 is objectively the worst film ever made. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you want to move on to questions, though? I do, yeah. I just wanted to bring up the team thing since you Yeah, no, it. I think I think the team is great. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I, I think, personally, I think the team aspect of it, like carries it to where because if it was just individual tom cruise this would be a very very boring movie yeah because he doesn't have anything to carries it enough but again i just feel like there's no real oomph to the team like they work together great and each individual little mission they have i was about to say their dynamics work so well together but like overall in the concept of the movie i'm just like yep they're a team wow (laughs) and why do i care (laughs) all right well um i guess i'll ask first question first question what what is your favorite action set piece it's my favorite action set piece I guess I'd really just... Um... Define action set piece. Okay, well, like, the car chase would be set you, piece. Use it in a sentence, really. Like, like, the, like, like the sandstorm. Uh, you got the burge. Um... The burge. Oh, my gosh, that's how, its name. <laughs> how much of the burge? Can you just say the entire burge? Yeah, like, I, I guess climbing up A the lot burge. goes on in the burge. Okay. Um, I don't know, like... Uh, I guess more like what's your favorite action set piece scene kind of thing, like like a sequence. Well, not the end one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, the parking garage is not great um, most of the time. But luckily they don't spend too much time in there. Action. Overall. I feel like they don't have that many, like, just, like, specifically focused on action actions. Well, yeah, yeah. But I I don't know. I've always been a fan of the the sandstorm chase. Okay. But I'm not sure I would necessarily qualify that as my favorite. I'm trying to think of something else. I thought the editing was really strange in the sandstorm chase. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I like. I was like, okay, uh, if you say so, Brad. Uh. <laughs> like I don't know. It just seemed very odd to me. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of other action scenes because I can think of like the the heists. Well, yeah, those could work too. I don't know. Maybe I should have just asked favorite scene. <laughs> Do you want to just go favorite okay, scene? Favorite scene, action <laughs> moment. Favorite action moment. Yes, my favorite okay. action moment was when uh, Tom Cruise comes out questioning Jeremy Renner and points the gun at him, and then he grabs the gun, and he grabs the gun, and then he grabs the gun. <laughs> That was your favorite action moment. <laughs> favorite action moment. I see. Not not necessarily favorite action. One scene. of the, I think okay I th- okay that's that's a, that's an all right answer I guess. It's just it's a fine answer. If you if you like that sort of thing, um, but I would probably have to go with uh, the the little like. Uh, when he when he takes the first glove off, <laughs> and it floats away in the wind. <laughs> it, fl- it floats up because of the wind being exactly. so strong. And then, like ten seconds later, it's sticking to the window, and then it goes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just re- I I think that was a really that's a, a good moment. I think that was a really clever way of uh, also like keeping that part of the movie engaging and okay, also raising the here stakes. Here we go. What what about a, what about? Uh, here's a question. Why does Brad Bird hate technology? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't uh, direct Jurassic Park, honestly. <laughs> right? Like, why why does nothing work technology-wise in this movie, Ruby? What's what's the point? What does it mean? What does it mean? Thematically? I mean, it's a very anti, uh, like, technological war and technology movie in a lot of ways. But what Brad Bird isn't, like, what Brad Bird movie isn't that way. Right. Like, honestly, though, Tomorrowland, Iron Giant. He managed to sneak it into our favorite action franchise. (laughs) 
Brad Bird sneaking his not very well hidden in every other movie. Uh, this one is a little more subtle than yeah. some. He's usually not very subtle with his opinions in movies. You want Tomorrowland, Micah? <laughs> is that this kind of subtlety you want? That the filmmakers who use subtlety are cowards. <laughs> I know, I know filmmakers who use subtlety, and they're all cowards. That's what Brad Bird said. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. What does it mean? I don't know what it means. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting <laughs> yeah, point just, that, like, just to bring it up, all of the technology fails. <laughs> Bro, the the sound of the mask uh, printer stalling will forever haunt my memory. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's actually hilarious. It's actually hilarious. Wow, you thought it was funny, Mike. Ben, Benji never got to the Benji never got to put on a mask for me. He doesn't fall out, Micah. He, doesn't he in Rogue Nation? I don't know. I think he's wearing one in the opening for Rogue Nation. I don't know. I don't remember Rogue Nation. Wow. <laughs> the, this the Micah Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation are kind of a blur in my memory. I don't know how they're so different. Are they though? Yes. <laughs> Look, he's got a completely different haircut. <laughs> That's why there's. Th- it's a completely different threat than <laughs> why and Ilsa is in the. Oh, yeah. Ilsa. Okay, by the way, guys, for any people who have ever noticed that I drink coffee most of the time when we're doing this podcast, I'm trying a new Rainforest Nut um, Blend. Are you going to become that Patrick Willems series, Freddy? No. No. <laughs> it's got a very Rainforest nutty it's, it's just, taste. It's very nutty, and I don't know if I like it. Okay. You've so. never been a fan of nuts. I don't know why you're drinking the nutty blend. It's got this weird, like, kind of mellow taste to it. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, you can drink along with him with the coffee. I No, I just wanted to bring that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a question? I do have a question, Micah. Wow. <laughs> um, what did you think of of the of the big like antagonist force in this movie because i think it's one of the weakest in the franchise yeah it's kind (laughs) of lame uh but i feel like i feel like that's part of the pro like like that's what i'm saying is part of the problem with this movie is just like overall why should i care like you have like these russians that are like because of the burj i mean not the burj khalifa the uh um i just lost the name of the the russian place oh my gosh uh, so did I. The, uh, <laughs> Wait, what? The, the Kremlin. The Kremlin. Yes. Because of the Kremlin, you have like these random Russians f- chasing Ethan the whole time. I thought, I thought, the, I thought that was pretty fun, actually. Like, like it's fun, but yeah. like, wh- why? Like, like half of the stuff in this movie is like, like overall from a story landscape, like it doesn't not work, but it doesn't <laughs> like work as well as it could. I'm just like sitting there with half of the stuff, including the villain. And I'm just like, why should I care? Like, th- this guy's like, ah, oh, yes, the nukes must touch the world <laughs> the <nukes>. equally. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I don't care about the threat or the villain or anything, really, with this movie. <laughs> I'd imagine this would be, which is it just just uh, spitball in here, Mike. <laughs> I imagine this movie would be a lot more uh, resonant if we were in some sort of nuclear uh, crisis. But Brad Bird was, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like if this took place, say, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, like, huh. this like, movie wouldn't like get ma- this out, movie wouldn't get out. made during the no, Cuban exactly. Missile Crisis. No, exactly. I'm just saying, like, if yeah, I, I'd imagine this movie would be a lot more like visceral uh, if it some if it happened around that time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm with I'm with Karsten on this one. Really, Karsty, my boy, how could you betray me like this? <laughs> um. I don't know. Like, it's just like, what, what do you think of the villain since that was your question? Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's very, especially for the Mission Impossible franchise, where in the latter half, and I guess even in the first half, uh, the villains always seem so personally, like, yeah, they're set always out to personally get, um, against Ethan. Ethan or his team. Like, it always just seems way more... It, it, it always seems way higher stakes than this for some reason. Yeah, this one doesn't have any personal... Then that's what I was saying. It doesn't have any personal stakes for any of the crew besides, like, uh... Nuke. Nuke. <laughs> yeah, that's really, I think, actually <laughs> the biggest problem I have with it. Because I think 
like the team dynamic, like I said, it keeps it very engaging and fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I think that is its biggest problem is that you don't really care about, um, like you, like, you care about the team. Yeah. You care about the team, but you don't care about what the team is doing. <laughs> I, I see. I do care. About well, like in overall, I'm not like, I, yeah. I, I like, I, I like, and that's what I'm saying. If I viewed each of these as their individual little missions in the movie, cause you could break this down into like five missions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like be super invested in each individual tiny little mission. Yeah. But like overall as a mission impossible movie, I'm just kind of meh to this one. Like, it's good. Like, the filmmaking is still good. Solid. And, it, like, and I still enjoy it, like, overall. Like, I get a little bored, but I enjoy it. Um, I don't know. This one's just a very odd one. It always has been a very odd one for me. I see. <laughs> um, questions, How does that make though? you feel, Mike? <laughs> Makes me feel like zooming in on this picture of Tom Cruise. Like, no. <laughs> you should you should screenshot that and post it on our Twitter right now, Mike. <laughs> okay, go follow us on Twitter, guys. Go, go follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, um, I'm trying to think of another I mean, question. That uh, yeah, d- understandable. I don't I don't agree that it drags down the movie that much, but. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how to communicate this well. Because, <laughs> like, it drags down the movie, but I'm not saying it, like, ruins the movie. I still gave it four stars and a like. I just don't know. Like, I just... I don't know. This movie is very odd for me. Mm. But, the, but the action sure is well-staged, isn't it, Micah? <laughs> the action sure is well-staged, isn't it, Micah? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Well, that was my question, Mike. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> wow. No, it wasn't my question. There, it's posted at recently logged on Twitter. <laughs> at recently logged on Twitter. <laughs> um, gosh. Question. Question. What is your favorite scene or sequence? Favorite scene or sequence? You know? You know? Um. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> I think I might have to go with, uh, man, it's so tough. There's, there's, there's a lot of good ones in this. You got the, uh, you got the giant computer oven. Yeah, the oven. You got, um, you got the burge, of course. Should he not have jumped, Ruby? (laughs) (laughs) Um, what else you got? You got the Kremlin, the hallway scene. That's really good. The hallway scene um, is really good. I don't know. There's a lot of memorable. There's a lot of memorable scenes in this. I think I would have to go with probably the Burge climbing up, like that. That that entire. That's a whole sequence, right? We can categorize that as a whole what, just the entire. Burge? Yeah, the entire Burge thing. It's long, but it's a sequence. I mean, I guess and you could. You you would probably have to divide it in half, like till the meeting starts and everything but i don't know um if not that i think the runner-up would probably be the hallway scene in the kremlin it's very good very very good micah that's yeah, some that's some really... that's some grade a uh directing right there right <laughs> that's 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 brad blurb at his best brad blurb at his best <laughs> wow um i think the hallway scene is, mm. is one of my favorites cinema and... right there micah um I don't know. I hate to sound like I'm copying you, but the Burge, <laughs> like those, those are the two like things, you those know. Are the, those are so, like those are the best two. I think those are the best two scenes ob- in the movie. Objectively, the best two scenes. <laughs> in the those movie. are objectively the best two scenes. I think objectively, you I'd rate argue. this movie uh, seven point uh, three five out, out of seven point three five. Out of seven point three five. Of course, subjectively, I would have to give it like a six, but you know, <laughs> we average it out uh, mathematically, of course, <laughs> to make sure it gets a fair um, score. Do you, any, do, you any other, <laughs> do you have any other questions, Ruby? <laughs> yes, I do. Good. Um, what did you? I, I brought gotta, up. We got to pad this runtime somehow. <laughs> wow, I brought up the lighting earlier and how it's a little more uh, grounded feeling than the previous half of mm-hmm. this franchise mm-hmm. and it's it's moving more into the modern blockbuster look um do you think that's more to its advantage or not i think in this specific yeah, one in this specific moment. it's not really an advantage but it's not especially a disadvantage like it's just kind of there like there's just not much interesting in the colors or lighting of the visuals or anything like that 
See, I was going to bring it up because you mentioned the lack of stakes in this. I think the more grounded lighting helps it feel a lot more like because you could you imagine a more like cartoony bounce around version of this <laughs> no, no, no get a get a get a mi2 lighting exactly it would be even it would be even less engaging i think the lighting really helps yeah. ground it to help it feel like more like oh something's gonna happen yeah but to, like to me <laughs> but like what i was gonna say though is like yeah i think i think it i think like the grounding is fine but i think rogue nation and fallout do it better well yeah probably <laughs> I don't know. Like, just lighting and everything overall, like, looks. Like, not necessarily, like, grounding it, but looks-wise, I think. Like, Rogue Nation and Fallout do the little bit more grounded looks and lighting a little better. I suppose, yeah. Especially, um, Fallout's lighting is so good. Fallout. (laughs) So good, Micah. What is that, four more weeks? (laughs) You're counting down the day. (laughs) <laughs> so you can review Fallout. Well, I wanted to watch it again, wow. but like we're gonna watch it soon. And... Yeah, that'll that'll be Micah. It'll be our first uh, repeat uh, film on recently right. logged. First repeat, first rehash. Wild, it'll be wild. I have to listen to the episode. Right. Well, see we'll what have to we listen said through. See what we said. See what we can add. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, no. I just wanted to add, bring that up more than ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really what the questions is. It's yeah. supposed to just bring up discussion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. let's say closing question, uh, what's your favorite uh, quirky gadget? Quirky gadget? <laughs> now, are we talking in ways that we would want to use them or in quirkiness factor? <laughs> okay. Well, well how, why not both, Micah? <laughs> okay. So top want to use is the sticky gloves, obviously. But I want them to, like, actually wear. See, that's the thing. All of the gadgets fail. All of fail. the gadgets fail. <laughs> but uh, if they were working uh, like uh, like working well, sticky gloves, n- like, 100% of the way. Okay. Put those things into my Spider-Man is it, costume. Is it, I, it's still unclear to me. Maybe I'm just dumb. Uh, uh, do they do they just stick to like smooth surfaces or just glass? Uh, I think it's I think it's just smooth surfaces, okay. but it, it suctions on. Okay, and then you have to roll it off. Well, I knew you had to. Re- oh my! I God. think you could like stick it to this little microphone here. <laughs> don't stick it and to the then microphone. Roll back. it off. <laughs> I was like, don't stick it. Um, but I, I I think you could go on something like rocks, depending. <laughs> rocks. Like it, you could go on rocks. I think as long as it actually hits solid, like like it has a place to suction onto. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then roll it off. I see. Um, favorite gadget based on quirkiness is quirkiness. the little the little dropper that makes oh it sound gosh. like there's a drop of that's water. That's such a good. That's such I a good gadget. I love that gadget. gadget. <laughs> that's it's it's so good, Micah. Yeah. So there we go. Those are my two gadgets. What about you? Um, I think. What what were they coolest? Coolest and like quirkiest. like one you would want and then okay. quirky. I'm saying the hallway screen thing. It's very cool. <laughs> what is the practical? It has use? it has no practical use, but I just think it's really cool. <laughs> the only practical use is sneaking down the hallway past one person. <laughs> yeah, but it's very cool, Micah, and I want it. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It, it's it's just cool. It's um quirkiest gadget. What other gadgets are there? You got the flare that they use under the water. <laughs> right, the water. That's just a normal flare. That's not a gadget. It is a gadget, Micah. That's free. a flare. A flare, it has no technology. <laughs> like, no, like, technology, technology. Um, My favorite quirky gadget is his belt that he uses to zip line. <laughs> Dude, the way he gets that belt off with one hand, just like one slick motion. I don't know how he does that, man. That 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 one that scene that little that little moment in the film is so funny. He's just like, whoosh. this might be the funniest Mission Impossible movie. What is Brad Bird? <laughs> wow, is that are you saying Brad Bird's always a comedian? Well, I'm just saying funniest he's thing the I've ever he's seen. the only director that tackled this that does like a funny movie. I guess Do you think Ratatouille is the funniest thing ever to release, Micah? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I I mean, I'm I, yeah. I'm pretty I'm solid on my I'm thoughts. I I enjoy this movie. I'm gonna go into my closing thoughts, by the way. Okay. I enjoy this movie. I I like it in an overall landscape. I like this. Movie. I don't like this movie <laughs> in a Brad Bird directing landscape, just because it, it it leads into some of my least favorite Brad Bird stuff, and um. 
I feel like it's got some of the weakest stuff in some aspects, but some of the strongest stuff uh, in other aspects. I don't know. I, I guess. They and, to each his own. <laughs> and just overall, it really does round out really kind of around a four for me. I feel like four is just such an accurate rating for this for me. <laughs> but I, I love how back when I used to rate stuff, like, I would find movies occasionally that just, like, perfectly encapsulate the rating of like 3.5 right like, like i think i think this just lands in four for me like it's just like it's a four wow it's it's good but it's got problems okay yeah um i think uh, like i like i said i enjoyed this a lot more overall the second time around um and i'm not sure why that is yet <laughs> like i don't know why i would enjoy it more the second time but uh i think has really well staged action, um, some really memorable set pieces and sequences, and you know uh, you can't beat Brad Bird. That that's true. <laughs> uh, unless you're Christopher McQueen. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really like this one. Probably, I I don't know where it ranks in my personal ranking. Where would but... we, we, okay? We're gonna do the we're gonna do the okay, recently logged Mission Impossible official ranking. Okay. Um, what would you give this if you rated it? I'm gonna say. <sighs> it's so close between a four and a four and a half. Probably a four though. Four. Okay. Yeah. So. Putting us there. Give me un momento. This has broken my top three uh, in my personal ranking now, Micah. I think it's in my top three, too. Gotta draw the picture. <laughs> oh, I put three. Okay, Four. there we go. Wow, this is very so, interesting, Micah. I'm glad you we were did supposed this. to be saying oh, something. Okay. Well, I was doing something. Else. All right, okay. so now our official ranking official so ranking. far for for Mission Impossible have recently logged our combined ranking, okay. putting it at an overall possible score of ten for each movie. With at the bottom of the pack, we have MI two with a four overall. Four out of ten. Yes. <laughs> we have MI one with a seven point five out of ten. It's quite the big jump. We have MI three <laughs> with an eight out of ten, and we have MI four with an eight out of ten. <laughs> will Will Rogue Nation be an eight out of ten? We'll soon see. I think I gave it four and a half last time, so okay. maybe maybe it might beat them. Might be an eight point five. <laughs> I think this is like actually how I rank them so far what, two one three four yeah two one three four five six wow you just think it just keeps getting better except for two except for two it goes <laughs> if we just eliminate two like i said two would work so much better as a prequel it really would <laughs> officially uh, recently logged petitions to officially make it mi2 switch, a prequel switch mi2 canonically be a prequel i'll do it I'll sign ask, that. Ask Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, can can MI2 be a prequel, please? Tom Cruise, we'll get, get Tom Cruise in the studio and we'll explain <laughs> to him. I don't know that I want Tom Cruise in the Get studio. Tom Cruise in the studio and explain to him why MI2 needs to be changed to a prequel. I see. Are we going to do an entire rant episode about why MI2 should when be a we prequel? Get, when we get uh, Tom Cruise in the studio, okay. call up Christopher McQuarrie. He knows where he's at. <laughs> he, knows, he knows where he's at. <laughs> be like, hey, Chris, uh, we're going to have to interrupt we're the filming of MI7. <laughs> no, we come on to the set of MI7. Oh, we go on to the set of MI7. We're going to be like, hey, Chris, uh, could you fly us out to <laughs> to wherever you're filming right now? Uh, yeah, no, I know. It's a little bit of an inconvenience, but this is very important. Very we've got important. we've got an interview for Mr. Mr. Cruz. I see. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> wow. And that's how it would go. I see. Well, uh, with that, with that being said, like, uh, do we want to move in <laughs> to, to, the, uh, to our most watched. infamous, our most infamous segment? And used almost every episode. Mused, <laughs> used almost every episode. Starting from what, what the eleventh. Hubie, yes. From Hubie I'd, Dubois. I'd nay, I'd nay forgotten about Hubie. Hubie Dubois, man, is is quite good, quite fun. Uh, but yes. Dubois. <laughs> what did we watch? All right. Uh, for for some context oh, yes. for people watching we, this, we, 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 we go over we go over what we watch like what, what we logged are we on our letterbox, <laughs> and we do a brief description of each of them in our ratings if we rated them, uh, and an even briefer description if we didn't watch it together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so starting off on the twelfth, the twelfth, uh, we watched 
You watched this, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we watched Chicken Little. We rewatched Chicken Little. Baby. Chicken Little. What a, what a time! Chicken. Li- I gave Chicken Little four star. I gave it the same as Ghost Protocol. I have logged my guy. I have logged Chicken Little five times. <laughs> I have logged. Letterbox. I have logged it. Only three? What? Yeah. I've watched it more than that. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe you didn't log it sometimes. Maybe I forgot. I, I don't I know. I've, I can't think of a time I would have forgotten to log the it. The fact that I've logged it five times is funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> but Chicken Little. What a movie. What a movie. What a movie. You know, it's it's fun. It's a good time. It is a good time. It's not not great. <laughs> not it, great at all. You know, it, it could it could be considered great. <laughs> no, it could yes, be my good. <laughs> buck cluck. Buck cluck. Is is a zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah, buck cluck is a zero out of ten, but that's the point. <laughs> I see. Um Okay. Anyway. Then I watched uh Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I still like it. Uh, and then what did we watch then together? We watched like a... uh, Into the Spider Verse, Spider Man, Into the Spider Verse, 2018 masterpiece. Yeah. Probably the best comic book movie we watched ever made. It, we watched uh, it probably <laughs> before 90% of our audience. Well, probably before even more. Uh, probably before 100% of our audience watched it. We, for context, we watched this in theaters before it released. We watched, yeah, we got to go to a, like a press uh, pre pre release screening. Do of you know this. anybody else cool. who listens to our podcast who is going, besides like. <laughs> Our dad, who went with us, and I don't even think he listens to the podcast. That's that. Would, yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> we probably saw this before a hundred percent of our audience. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's so good. It's so guys, good. Guys, let me Dude. let you in. Let me let you in on a secret. This is the best Spider-Man. We movie. spent like five hours waiting outside of the theater. It was not five hours. It was like three hours. We dude. spent three hours waiting That's outside of this long. theater, and then went in, and it was like such an experience, you know. <sighs> It was so good. That's my favorite theater experience. That's my favorite theater day. experience. Not Tenant, Micah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tenant was good, though. I enjoyed watching that in theaters thoroughly. I still haven't seen it. You should watch it. It's not It's not Chris Nolan's greatest by far, but it's good. All right. And then we watched uh, Spider-Man Caught in a by Ham. By the way, I gave that five stars. Spider-Ham Caught in a Ham, Micah. I didn't log it. <gasps> you didn't log it? I don't log shorts. Okay, guys, this stars uh, the Craw Daddy, Dr. Craw Daddy, <laughs> yes. and also John Mulaney. John Mulaney. And it's... Just it's, go watch it's it. Pretty, it it's in- pretty It good. increases the Into the Spider-Verse experience, like, by 10. Okay, guys, by the way, next time we watch Into the Spider-Verse, we're watching the uh, alt-universe cut, no question. Which is uh, a bunch of cut-out scenes and extended scenes. Heck Yeah. I can't um, wait. <laughs> like, just perfectly, like, not just, like, there, but, like, edited into the movie. It's going to be great. Uh, and then, uh, next, we watched the 15th, my Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost. Nicolas Cage at his Nicolas Cage-ness. I, it's... It's it's bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's it's really bad. Mike, okay, guys, this was my review. <laughs> I've had low sodium saltines, and they're not as bland as this movie was. <laughs> it wasn't my official review, but it was what I posted on Instagram with it. I just said or don't. <laughs> or don't. Wow. What if they didn't catch the title, Mike? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, then that's their problem. I see. Pay okay. the ghost or don't. I gave or it two don't. stars. I yeah, it's it's a it's a two star movie. Uh, Maybe next, a one and a Next, I watch. Uh, Santa Jaws. Uh, Santa Jaws. Literally cinema. Literally. Literally probably the saddest <laughs> movie just because it's the fact that it was made in 2018. Wait, it was made in 20- Yes, somebody, like if you watch this movie and listen to the dialogue and the things they reference, you would think this was like an early 2000s movie, Oof. but it was a 2018 movie and I'm just like, oh no. Maybe it's been stuck in uh, production hell since like 2007 or something. <laughs> Maybe it has, but just like some of the lines. And, and then we have this kid who looks way too much like uh what's his face uh goblin disease guy for his own good it does look like him okay guys the main the lead for santa jaws looks like um what's his face from the amazing spider-man movies yeah and then i watched ad astra Astra. Uh, oh by the way i gave santa jaws one star more Uh, like sad astra more like sad astra i think we did this on the podcast we did you could listen to full thoughts on the episode guys my opinion hasn't changed it's good but it's not great i gave it four stars because i'm partial to it personally Wow. And what did you watch? Uh, I watched The Invisible Man, <laughs> which, uh, it was pretty good. Not not great. Did, I, did he take off his nose piece in front of everybody did. and it, be like, here's a gift for you. Here's a gift for you. I, I had high hopes, and I was kind of disappointed. Uh, it wasn't very good. Yeah. 
Sad times, but Sad still. times um, at the El Royale. What did we watch after that, Micah? We watched Scott we Freaking watched, Pilgrim. We watched The Birth of Cinema. Versus Micah. the World. Heck yeah. Still wish I liked this movie. And, like, I wish I, I wish I like saw it enough to, <laughs> to, to just give it five stars because... I it was it, it was it was better on the second. It was watch. better on the second watch, but that third act still just is so. <sighs> it drags. Pacing is like mm. awful compared to the rest of it. It's still not like bad pacing, but it's just awful compared to the rest of the movie. Uh, we will be don't don't reveal too much, Micah, because we will be doing this on an episode. Yes, with Luke probably. With Luke, yeah, it's his uh, favorite movie. It's I a darn think. good movie though. <laughs> uh, the most unrealistic part of this entire movie <laughs> is that everybody wants to date Michael Sarah. <laughs> Bro, I literally... <laughs> Michael Sarah. Need I say more? Need I say more? Okay. Uh, then we watched The Second watched, Birth of Cinema. Yes, the Rebirth of Cinema. The Rebirth of... It came before. <laughs> okay, well, the, the Birth of Cinema and then Scott Pilgrim's The Rebirth of Cinema. <laughs> okay. Uh, we watched Suspiria. Heck yeah, uh, we did. 1977. The 77. 77. Don't, 77, worry. 77. Don't, Don't worry, guys. Calm down. <laughs> we we have we have a disclaimer on our movie suge- like our movie submission page that we won't do rated R movies. Uh, and yet we keep doing we keep watching rated R yes, movies. Yes, but, but don't worry. We we are making sure we uh, we put these through a fine filter of rated R movies, usually just for violence. Yeah, no, th- th- this one it's not that bad, guys. If no. you're if you're like 16 years old, it's you're got it's got it's got a TV 14 TV rating. Yeah, exactly. So don't don't worry about it. Don't watch it unless you have permission from your parents. Unless it you're, is pretty spooky. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty. It, this is actually one of the most like viscerally scared. Nobody movies warned I've... me about the maggots, man. Oh my gosh! That was, was, <laughs> okay, but, was not prepared. Yeah, this is my uh, new. This is my new favorite horror. It's movie. one of my favorite movies, probably uh, of all time. Actually, wow. I really enjoyed it. Uh, just because, like, it's my favorite of a category that I've never watched that much of, which is horror. Yeah. And you know, I really liked it. <laughs> I, I really want to watch it again, but we watched it on Tubi, which you can watch it on free oh. with ads. But because it had Sucks, ads, bro. like every time you would get into the movie, every, every time, time like something okay, important would very, happen, very atmospheric, very cool, like nightmarish feeling movie. It would ad break, and then it ad breaks, and it just completely breaks the like. It's like it's like when we watched. Uh, it's like when we watched uh the dead the dead poet society with <laughs> and the, ads and oh my gosh i still can't believe they put an ad break right after that right that's the most like if you've watched the dead poet society you know what moment you we're, know talking what scene we're talking about and then an ad they break put afterwards it right after, directly after like it. that scene and then ad and we're just like what <laughs> how could they uh, <laughs> But yeah, Suspiria good. Four and a half. <laughs> Suspiria, Suspiria good. good. Four and a half. Yeah, is probably what and I'd rate it to. I think, I think my, my only complaint would be that it needs more ballet. Needs more ballet. <laughs> Micah just watches any movie, needs more ballet, four and a half. Honestly, <laughs> as, as as ironic it would be to do another uh, rated R movie during <laughs> on the podcast, I'd love to do this on the podcast. Have we done a rated R movie? Yeah, we did Psycho. Oh yes, yes, yes. That that doesn't count. That's not really right. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's <laughs> not really. It's not really. Rated. It would it would it would hardly even hardly even get that PG thirteen yeah, rating. Yeah, it would barely get PG thirteen nowadays. <laughs> uh, Suspiria would still be a yeah. strong PG thirteen. Yeah, Suspiria's got got quite a bit of gore in it. Yeah, pretty pretty creepy. I I will say, Micah, this is the first time watching a horror movie where I've actually been like viscerally scared by something. It was the first one. It was the probably the first movie ever that I've watched that I actually was like nervous. While yeah, exactly. It. Like the, I would, this is the first time I've been like white knuckled. Besides, something. like watching Eraserhead for the first time with my mom. <laughs> just because you're scared something was gonna come on. Yes. Wow. I'm just like. <laughs> Michael's like, please, no nudity, please no nudity. <laughs> IMDb, don't steer me wrong. Wow. Well, that's good to know, Michael. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to buy Suspiria. Watch it again without ads. Yeah. So good. Give very, me, give me. Good. I was gonna say, get me that steel book, and then I remembered what the steel book was. <laughs> uh, give me that Blu-ray. <laughs> give me the Blu-ray. Wow. Okay. Well, that, and then we watch Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Which brings us to the present. And that brings us to right now. Right now, it's today. like the, It's like that one episode of Gravity Falls with the the, 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 the never-ending pit. The bottomless pit. The bottomless pit. The never-ending yeah. pit? <laughs> I couldn't remember the name, okay? It's the bottomless pit episode. 
Sounds like a never-ending can of pit, uh, pit soda or something. Pit, pit cola, Rebbe. Pit, pit cola. cola. Oh, is it cola specifically? Yes. I see. Um, but yeah. Thanks, th- thanks for listening. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. This is our first Brad Bird episode. Heck yeah. Uh, comment, little... comment in the comments below your if you favorite, want us to do... No, no. Comment your favorite Brad Bird movie, which it should only be one of two, but realistically only one. <laughs> wow. His best movie, Micah? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'd go for that. I'd say, I'd say it's his best. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, educate yourself. <laughs> educate yourself. Uh, should I link your your Brad Bird video? Just link down my the... channel. I have like three Brad Bird videos. Okay. I mean, your channel is linked in the description. So yeah, go to my channel. I have a video. It's my first video is on Ratatouille, and it's not very good, but it's like I still like it. So go watch that, and then watch my two-parter Brad Bird, uh, Incredibles thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Luke Luke's on the second part. He is, yeah. Frequent frequent collaborator, um, and friend of the podcast. I was sitting on my hand, and now it's all like no. <laughs> Never make that mistake. I don't care how how cold your hand is. <laughs> now it's all squished. Now it's all squished. He can't move his pinky, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Is it cold enough in the studio right now that you're you're gonna start losing uh, smaller appendages? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like that scene in uh, At World's End. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gonna be like that scene in. Uh, oh, what sh- was that a show or something? I feel like that was a show. Was it Leverage? Maybe it was Leverage. What? I don't know. I, that, never mind. Never no, mind. Wait, 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 what, what, was what? it the mountain climbing episode? <laughs> That what happened? Uh, I thought they like fell down into a hole, and then I thought they made they made jokes about people's limbs freezing off. Yes, that was an, that okay. was, that happened in a leverage episode. Okay, I could not remember. But that also that. happened in a scorpion episode. Um, the scorpion ugh. was such a bad show. Scorpion kind of sucks. Oh, scorpion is so bad. Sorry to any scorpion stands out there. It's it's not great. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough. And also, there's no good quotes from. Okay, I know. There's a good quote. Why are we still doing quotes? Because I like them. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it the funniest thing you've ever seen? Michael? Yes. Okay. Uh, are you are you ready to end it? Oh uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, easy way to remember: blue is glue. What's red? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it went red. My guy, it went red, and he he was dead. He was dead. Spoiler that's why alert. that's why it's called Ghost Protocol because he's a ghost for most of the movie. Go- exactly, he dies in the first act, and he's a ghost for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Go. Go. Ooh.